CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. To some people, catcalling on the street may seem like a compliment, but for those who experience it, it can alter their sense of place within their community. In Georgia, as in most states, it's not illegal. So women have adapted their way of life to try and avoid the intimidating situation. Claire Raveri remembers being catcalled at a bus stop when she was a freshman at Mercer University. An SUV full of men stopped at the light, rolled down the windows, and started yelling. Just stuff about my body and how great I look and, you know, can I tap that? I really honestly just felt super scared. It's like, they have a car. What are they going to do? Like, they're going to come grab me? Lots of women have stories like hers. In fact, according to a 2016 California State University study, more than two-thirds of women have experienced catcalling. A smaller number of women in the study said that led to being inappropriately touched or even followed. College student Grace Hamilton grew up in Macon, where she says street harassment happens all the time. One night on her way home, she walked by a man sleeping outside of a church. And he wakes up. Like, while I'm walking past, and he goes, hey, hey, cutie, you got a lighter? Hamilton was worried that the harassment might go further. And honestly, like, I was kind of scared, so I called my mom and, like, woke her up. This is probably, like, midnight or later. And had her stay on the phone with me until I got inside my house. Protecting herself was her only option. Since catcalling is not illegal in most states, including Georgia, victims are mostly on their own. That's why Emily May co-founded Hollaback, an anti-street harassment advocacy group. She says young women, LGBTQ people, and people of color are more likely to experience street harassment. Very, very common. Um, We see anxiety. We see uh, depression occurring. We'll see people start to make different decisions, such as taking different routes to school or to work, um, or, you know, showing up to school or work, but being distracted by the harassment that they faced on the way there. Claire Rivera, who was harassed at the bus stop, says she had to make some of those choices to feel safe in Macon. I'm really careful about things now. I never walk alone. and I try not to walk far distances in Macon just to avoid those situations. Um, and I usually stay in areas that I'm comfortable in and I you know, know are safe. But I also feel like even then, I'm always worried about it happening because you never know. Riveri says she's become desensitized to catcalling. She usually just ignores harassers. But, you know, if you're in a group of girls and um, it's one guy and you feel really safe about it, like, talk back because they're not expecting it. React to what they're saying. Maybe ask them a question. Try to, you know, throw them off a little bit. Hollaback director Emily May doesn't advocate for making catcalling illegal. Instead, she says the best way to combat it is to change the culture that permits it flirt at somebody. You flirt with somebody. Until the harassers get that message and change the culture, the harassed will just have to keep fighting it. For GPB News, I'm Emily Rose Thorne in Macon.